Hello and welcome back to The Indie, a podcast from the Santa Barbara Independent giving you what's happening in Santa Barbara. I'm Molly McEnany, the host of The Indie, and I'm here this week with Charles Donnellan, Executive Arts Editor for The Independent, and we are discussing all things SBIFF. So Charles, what are some of the live tributes that are included in this year's Santa Barbara International Film Festival? Hey, Molly, we've got a lot of good ones this year, as always. I mean, uh, the film festival has an amazing track record in terms of uh, bringing people to town who have been nominated for Academy Awards, and that's happening again. Um, For example, Sasha Baron Cohen's going to be in town talking about both Borat's subsequent movie film and also um, the amazing job that he did as Abby Hoffman in the Chicago 7 film. Uh, The Sasha Baron Cohen tribute is on Wednesday, April 7 at 6 p.m. Most of the tributes are at 6 p.m. They're all online this year, virtual, um, but that means that they're both inexpensive and widely accessible. You don't even have to go to the Arlington to uh, check out some of these great tributes. Some other really uh, big ones. Um, Friday, April 2nd, uh, Leonard Maltin will be uh, giving the Malton Modern Master Award to Bill Murray. That should be a great, great fun night. Uh, Leonard Malton getting to go over all the great things that Bill Murray's done in his career. Uh, Amanda Seyfried is receiving the Montecito Award. That's on Friday, April 9 at 6 p.m. And uh, Delroy Lindo will get the American Riviera Award for his performance in Spike Lee's To Five Bloods. That's Thursday night, April 8 at 6 p.m. And then finally, uh, one of the most fun interviews I've had through the film festival was just the other day with Carrie Mulligan. And she's nominated for the Best uh, Best Actress Oscar for her performance in Promising Young Woman. And she's getting the Cinema Vanguard Award on Monday, April 5. That one's at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So uh, that's, that's, that's the only one that's out of the 6 p.m. sync. Well, that does sound like quite the packed schedule for the virtual nominations and awards. But I also understand that you had the opportunity to interview Carrie Mulligan. What was that experience like? That's true. Yeah. And uh, it was very interesting. Um, I think we've both seen Promising Young Woman. And it's yes. definitely one of the most interesting films of the year. I don't know. What did you think? You, you you saw it. Did you see it with other people? I did. I actually watched it with a few of my girlfriends that I live with. And we thought that she was fearless in the role she played. I mean, she plays a great character on The Verge. And she did a wonderful job in the role. I really liked her. You know, um, I was sort of worried coming into it because it had been uh, portrayed as uh, something that was going to be very threatening to, um, you know, cisgender men and and uh, and it is but i kind of still i still love that character cassie um and when i talked to carrie about it one of the things that we discussed which i found very interesting is the um, fact that the director and writer emerald finnell is also a, a woman who's an actress and works um i believe she is camilla parker bowles on the crown uh and she's been a showrunner on the show killing eve and there's this whole generation, Margot Robbie's also an executive producer on uh, Promising Young Woman. There's this whole generation of uh, uh, women who are getting both in front of and behind the camera. And they're bringing a new sensibility that is, I think, anarchic 
um, that was my feeling about that film is that you just didn't really know what was going to happen next. And uh, I was surprised several times by the plot twists. And I just love the uh, sensibility overall. It's, uh, it's kind of perverse, but it's also, you know, very dry humor. Um, a lot of it is pretty funny. So I'm excited to see Carrie Mulligan in here. More from her, you know, she, she, she really, her career has been primarily um, in period films. She's done a lot of Jane Austen and things like this. And so for her to play this character whose wardrobe is, you know, uh, Regency style, uh, long dresses and, you know, to get into an American accent, I think it's pretty exciting for her. And, and obviously a lot of people felt that way because she's, she's nominated for the Oscar. Yeah, and a less composed character as well. So I wanted to talk a bit about another round, which will also be featured at the festival this year. I had the opportunity to see the film, even though I know you haven't, but are planning to, Charles. But my favorite part of the movie is that it's considered a comedy about four high school teachers who actually consume alcohol on a daily basis to see how the changes affect their social and professional lives. And Thomas Vinterberg, the director, plays into the dark ironies of this movie. And he actually is a key featured director at SBIFF this year, as well as some other very, very prominent directors. I hear. Yeah, I love it that you've seen this and I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, Thomas Vinterberg will be on the Outstanding Directors uh, panel on Tuesday, April 6th at 6 p.m. And that includes not only Thomas Vinterberg for another round, but also David Fincher for Mank, uh, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. So those are all a bunch of Oscar nominees there as well. And yeah, that, that sounds amazing. Um, I'm, I'm very curious. I, I think that, that whole group of directors out of Denmark are, are pretty amazing. I did have another uh, chance to talk to a woman who's been nominated for an Academy Award, uh, Vanessa Kirby. She's not getting her own tribute, but she is one of the virtuosos. She'll have a segment in that. And that's on Saturday, April 3rd. So that's one of the first ones coming up, six o'clock, Saturday, April 3rd. And she's the lead in a movie called Pieces of a Woman that I also highly recommend. Um, it's not particularly funny. Um, it has a pretty intense subject matter. It's about the emotional impact of a miscarriage on a whole family. But oh my gosh, uh, Vanessa Kirby is extraordinary. She has a 30 minute scene at the opening of the film where she um, enacts uh, giving birth at home uh, with her husband, who's played by Shia LaBeouf, and, and a midwife there. And uh, it's, I've never seen anything like it. It's a really, really intense physical performance. And she manages to do the whole thing. You know, she's also British. She manages to do the whole thing in an American accent, which uh, when you're, you're screaming because you're, you know, crowning or whatever, I think uh, that's, that's above and beyond in terms of accent work. But there's a lot to this film. Um, the uh, the opening is is not the whole story. Uh, there's a trial later on, and uh, also Ellen Burstyn, who has won the uh, Best Actress Academy Award uh, for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, um, plays a mom, and and she's terrific. Uh, the relationship between this uh, um, woman Martha, that is Vanessa Kirby's character, and the Ellen Burstyn character is is just I think really done. And I know also our colleague, uh, Joseph Woodard, is talking to Amanda Seyfried. And she'll be here 
uh, I think I said this already for the Montecito Award on Friday night. Um, she's not nominated for Best Actress. I think she's nominated for Best Supporting Actress for her role in Mank, but um, yeah, I think that's right. In any case, you know, the Andrew Day performance is supposed to be amazing. And of course, I love Billie Holiday, so I definitely want to see that film. Uh, we're very lucky, you know, this is uh, a special uh, thing that the film festival brings us every year, these um, chances to really explore the whole career of some of the greatest actors in the world. Well, watching the tributes and award nominations online isn't the only way to stay involved with SPIFF this year. There's actually an in-person element that the festival has worked with to provide locals with screenings. Which was definitely not uh, an easy uh, program to plan. But what they've done is they've got these uh, screens that they're going to set up on the parking lots of City College across from Ledbetter Beach. And you'll be able to watch movies uh, even during the day, which I was kind of amazed by. But these are new high-tech LED screens, and uh, you can you can see um, films as early as I understand it as the breakfast hour. This is a classic uh, Santa Barbara International Film Festival thing to have like 8 a.m. screenings, and so they're free. Uh, you know, grab yourself a coffee and uh, drive down and park at uh, City College and watch a movie at 8 a.m. I think that's that's pretty incredible that you're gonna be able to do that. Well, we are officially in full swing with SBIFF this year. It was wonderful speaking to you, Charles, and get an inside scoop on some of the movies and some of the interviews that The Independent has done with the actors that are being nominated and awarded very special awards at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival. Thank you. Once again, I'm Molly McEnany, the host of The Indie, and I will see you again next week for another episode. Mm-hmm.